Today I'm joined by Dr Naimit Shafiq, the Deputy Managing Director of the International Monetary Fund. She took up the role in 2011, having served as a Permanent Secretary of the UK's Department for International Development. Her expertise lies in emerging markets and private investment, international development and the Middle East and Africa. Dr Shafiq was born in Alexandria, Egypt. She lived in the US as a child but returned to Egypt where she graduated from high school. She then studied at the American University in Cairo, followed by the University of Massachusetts Amherst, where she obtained a BA in Economics and Politics. After working for two years on development issues in Egypt, she completed an MSc in Economics from the London School of Economics, followed by a DPhil in Economics from Oxford University. Dr Shafiq then joined the World Bank, ultimately becoming its youngest ever Vice President. She initially went to the Department for International Development on secondment as Director General for Country Programmes, before being appointed Chief Executive in 2008. Dr Shafiq has held academic appointments at the Wharton Business School of the University of Pennsylvania and the Economics Department at Georgetown University. Her publications include Challenges Facing Middle Eastern and North African Countries, Alternative Futures and many articles in scholarly journals. Dr Shafiq currently serves on the boards of the Economic Research Forum for the Arab World, Iran and Turkey. She is also a mentor to the Minority Ethnic Talent Association, which supports underrepresented groups to advance to senior positions in the civil service. She was also named Woman of the Year for Global Leadership and Global Diversity in 2009. Today, Dr Shafiq receives a Doctor of Laws from the University of Warwick, and she joins me now. Dr Shafiq, welcome to the University of Warwick, and congratulations on your honorary degree. Can you tell us a little bit about what this award means for you? Well, it's a fantastic honour and a, and a wonderful surprise really often you um potter along in life doing what you think is your best and uh thinking that nobody really notices so it's incredibly wonderful to uh to get this sort of recognition you have had an incredibly impressive career including becoming the youngest ever vice president at the world bank and are now deputy managing director for the imf did you have a strong idea of what you wanted to do with your career when you graduated from university? I think like lots of people, my um, career objectives evolved and changed. I was always interested in politics and economics, but initially I remember wanting to be a journalist and then uh, realising after doing a little bit of journalism that actually it was more fun to be involved in actually making the decisions rather than writing about them. And I always had an interest in international affairs, partly because of my background and curiosity about the world. So I always knew I would do something that was global and would take me to other countries. In addition to your policy and operational roles, you have also held a number of academic appointments. What do you think are the benefits of blending academic and operational roles in this way? I tried for a very long time to straddle the fence between academia and policy work. I come from a family of academics, so I guess it was partly in my blood. But I always found that the most interesting research questions were ones that came from the real world. And so being able to go back and forth between them meant you were working on issues that were relevant to the world and you could also bring the best of intellectual life to the real world. So I think if you can straddle the two worlds, it's the most wonderful thing. Among the many accolades you have received over the years, in 2009 you were named Woman of the Year. How did that award make you feel in particular? Well, again, I have to confess I was really surprised. <laughs> um, and it was, uh, it was really wonderful to get that recognition because it was for um, leadership and diversity. And that's something that I've tried to champion in all the work that I've done to try and bring different perspectives and different backgrounds because I feel really passionately that when you do bring 
a huge amount of differences around the table. You really do get the best solutions, be it in the world of ideas, be it in the world of policy and, and, and in the world of work. You have been at the IMF now since April last year. Can you tell us a little bit about the main challenges that you faced in your latest role? Oh. Well, I joined the IMF at the peak of the global economic crisis, so my timing was impeccable. And um, it's been a roller coaster really since day one. At the moment, our main preoccupation is the Eurozone crisis and trying to find a resolution for that. And my second area of focus is really the Arab Spring and trying to help the countries who are making these huge political transitions also have economies that respond to the needs of young people who clearly were behind the Arab Spring and have huge expectations about what the future will hold for them. In a blog post for the IMF, you talked about a lost generation and how young people were innocent bystanders in a global financial crisis. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? It's one of my biggest worries because uh, young people's job prospects are very much in jeopardy today. They are the ones who, when jobs are lost, they're often the first to lose their jobs because they're the youngest and most inexperienced. Those who are just finishing university in their education often have to wait the longest to find jobs. And then the other aspect is that countries who've accumulated huge debts to deal with the financial crisis, those debts will be repaid by young people in the future. And they're the ones who are going to have to pay the taxes to pay off those debts. And so unless we manage this crisis well, we are blighting the future of future generations. Finally, which one piece of advice would you give to your fellow graduates with you at the University of Warwick today? Do something you love. I've always found that I've done the jobs the best that I've loved. And if you try and force yourself to do something you don't really care about, you end up not doing it very well. Choose something that you really care about. And I think you will, I'm sure you will succeed. That's wonderful. Dr. Shafiq, thank you so much for joining us. Pleasure. Thank you.